Hi, this is Britta Glade. I'm Director of Content and Curation for RSA Conference here on day four of RSA Conference with Dr. Hugh Thompson, who wow. is Program Doctor? Chair. Wow. Doctor, so it's, a, it's a good day. It's yeah, a good wow. day. Okay. Uh, program Chair for RSA Conference. Thank you for being here, Hugh. Britta, so glad to be here with you again this year. It's been an amazing four days at RSA Conference. With more in store. Indeed. Okay. Indeed. What has been your highlight of the week? There's been a lot. You know, it's hard to pick one thing. I, I love Innovation Sandbox. Yes. And, and for those that haven't been to it, it's a, it's a competition among startups in security. And it's, you know, it's dramatic, and there's you know, very precise timing, and there's judges that ask piercing questions. And I, don't, I just love it. There's something about the, the feeling of innovation Definitely. That exists in that room. It's and just that's very powerful. the one that we, on the operational side, we've got lines and more lines and more lines and people showing up early. There, there's that angst and anxiety and excitement <laughs> there is, there right is, at the beginning yeah. of the week around those those ten finalists who make it to the stage to show. To so tell us about the winner. Uh, so the winner this year is interesting. It's a company called Axonius. They did a fantastic job presenting. And it's solving a problem that has been around for a really long time, which is asset identification, right? Like, how do I figure out all the things that are in my environment? Amazing job, great job, great presentation, cool approach to it. But honestly, there were so many winners in that top 10. I think you're going to hear a lot from these companies going forward. Definitely. Well, they have a good track record. Everyone yes, that has come yes. through ISB, what is it? Six billion, it's over six billion it's, in, it's, in the value crazy. and the IPOs and the acquisitions. It's definitely a, a good roadmap was, of success. I was talking to uh, Ashim Chadna, who, who's been a judge of ours in this thing since the beginning, for like mm -hmm. 12 years. And he mentioned that two of the companies over that period of time had billion dollar plus exits. Like, wow. just think about just that. Just two. Just, say, just two. Wow. Well, no, but I mean, think about like a billion dollar exit out of two of them out of what would have been like 120 companies over that period of time. It's amazing. That is crazy. The impact. Yeah, and, that, and that's why people stand in line, and that's why so many people, yeah. and then we were watching the live stream views and the, all of that. Definitely a lot of eyeballs on innovation at RSA Conference on Monday. Indeed, indeed. And I've got to give a plug for our new program that we started for the first year, and this was on Tuesday, right around the same time, kind of late afternoon type of thing, and it was for early stage companies. So if you look at Innovation Sandbox, it's companies they've gone through probably an A round, maybe a B round, a C round, super mature, polished, great graphics, all that stuff. But this was to try and get some of the earlier companies into the mix. And it was fantastic. It was just a different vibe, no slides. We had three awesome venture capitalists kind of giving their candid thoughts. Really. So yeah, Launchpad and, and the ability for people to get that feedback from the VCs here real time with an Amazing. audience. It was a nice social experience for people, nice networking, yeah. Innovation and how you think security, what new can be coming out here? And yet every single year we're seeing more and more and more and different and, and just an explosion of ideas. And the energy around that. And that's something I wanted to talk about. I mean, conference is always fun. 
I will be honest, it is. it's also tiring. And it's, it it's, it's exciting it when we get to this point and we get to see friends going around and see people and have conversations. And, and to me, that's the best part of the week of RSA conference. It's seeing people and seeing connections, people that I know, connections I have, but also our attendees and the faces that light up and the conversations that happen and the, and the submissions that we review of people that I met this person in a peer-to-peer -peer session last year and we've had this continued conversation and that's what conference is about. It's this connections of people and the energy that sparks from that. You make a great point, you're right. It's like these arcs of people that you yeah. get to see over the years that maybe have come in, like you said, as a peer-to-peer -peer speaker, as a speaker in a session, and now they're pitching a company, or now they're the CISO of some massive company. It is really neat to see that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way, but the threads of people yeah. and how they've kind of matured in this space, it's and, really cool. And people who wouldn't necessarily intersect with one another. And, and that's I think true. That's, that is true. That's the beauty of RSA Conference. We have, we have lawyers here, we have policy people here, we have privacy experts here. That's a growing theme that we'll explore here. We have business line managers, we have Developers, you know, AppSec DevOps. Wow, Big. wow, huge space and 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 their willingness to share, their willingness to learn from one another. Um, it, it's it's exciting, and and that's yeah. that's the it's the it's the heartbeat for our industry. You make a good point, though, specifically about DevSecOps, SecDevOps, or some controversy in how you yes. know, it eventually be named. And the order in which it goes, the, the yes, yes, the, indeed. But there is such a collaborative spirit in that part of security. Definitely. It's, I don't know, it's really interesting. It's like a, I don't even know how to describe it, it's but it's refreshing. different. It's different it's, from inside, yeah. It's refreshing, and I know that we've looked for, you know, we received over 2,000 submissions to speak, and as we're looking at those and we're looking at, you know, our goal with our content for RSA conference is applicability. We want what's, what's shared here to make a difference in yes. how people do their jobs and how security is approached and such. We didn't have to try hard for that particular track. There was yeah, willingness of people true. to share the lessons learned, to share good, bad, ugly, and just, just willingly put forward lessons learned, and that's exciting. The other place that I really saw an impact content-wise was um, from the, the cloud track, and, and we did lots of work wow. with our program committee members as they were looking at security at scale, and, and their knowledge of tremendous work that leading CISOs have done in the space. And the, the, you know, in particular, that great panel that Michael Johnson led from Capital One with five different sitting CISOs and what's been their experience and what have they done. And then Brad Arkin from Adobe being willing to share the ins and outs of his program. Napur Davis from Comcast uh, leading DevOps program and, and sharing granular step-by-step -step experience that they've had. That's what makes this shine. And it's that, that willingness to put forth those experiences for others. Yeah, it, it's, it's weird. If you take a step back, I think a lot of people would assume that the security industry isn't a very open kind of industry, right? Because, I mean, you think about- Secure, um, closed, you secure, can't, you're gonna closed, get hit, but yes. also, you know, there's 
of course, some degree of secrecy around what are you using to defend yourself and how are those, you know, how are those things implemented. But it is amazing how collaborative Definitely. this industry actually is. Definitely. I, think, I think that would be one of the most surprising things to people from the outside of this space. Yeah. And you can feel it here. You can see it in hallway conversations and uh, you know, just, just the level of detail in the discussions that people are willing to go into. Detail and care. It's, uh, I'm yes, having that initial yes. conversation. I'm following up. I'm having another one. To, to that end, another new program this year that was, that was exciting was CISO Boot Camp. Uh, yes. you know, we've, had, we've had ESAF for 16, 16 years now. It's an institution. That, yeah. that, that truly is Chatham House Rule, careful conversation between CISOs willing to share in detail experiences they've had, positive and negative. And, and there was an interest in more of that. So CISO Boot Camp was born. Six phenomenal CISOs um, led that carefully put together, what, what do I wish I'd known as a CISO when I started my career? Yes. Put together a day and a half of focused content, again, Chatham House rule, close conversation, and the feedback and engagement from that group is inspiring. Yeah. You know, the ability to, for this, this sharing of information and, and building of, of colleagues that have each other as network, um, as their network going forward. Now another one, which I know is near and dear to you that I'd like to talk about is the Security Privacy and Human Behavior Seminar. Dr. Oh Lori Craner, fabulous. Amazing, amazing. Yes, content put up. together on, on Monday. So tell yes. us a little bit about that and the academic approach that was that was shared with our attendees. Again, another new thing. You know, look, we, we've known in the security space for a long time, so much of security comes down to the human beings that are at the end of those decisions, right? Do I open this file or not? Do I install this video player from a site I've never heard about? Or there is a set of choices that people make every day, but yet, you know, if you look at the degree of focus on the human element of security, it hasn't been as much as the focus on other areas where you can buy technology to just fix it or help fix it. But this seminar was truly unique. It was giving you a sneak peek into some of the best research that's going on and how people make security and safety decisions. And this, this is content that's usually kind of inaccessible, I would argue, because it's you know, it's usually captured in academic papers that have a certain cadence and parlance to it. But this was an amazing opportunity for people to access that information on Sky. And it was packed. It was packed, it was recorded. So I definitely encourage people to go back, look at that content. Um, Dr. Craner curated it so carefully as she oh, does everything oh, she's amazing, fabulous amazing. so 20-minute flash talks bringing those experts together sharing it and then there was a recast of that with several three of those participants with a, um, a, a session on the hackers and threats track on Tuesday so bringing it to an even further group so I I believe I predict in my crystal ball All right more and more in and around humans the human behavior yes, yes. why do we that's, do that's what we do prediction. how do we I know I gotta go I gotta go I agree so other yeah. big themes what what's been your big theme takeaway for the week if you had to have oh one? Gosh geez I don't know that's a tough one there's yeah there's there's a lot more maturity in AI and machine learning 
of course. Adversarial. Right? So many slide decks and conversations Discussions around, around yes. adversarial machine learning, which you've seen, I guess, the last couple of years. But I think also, if you look at 5G becoming a reality, and people thinking about devices connected directly to the telco, and there being no infrastructure in between them, and and then, geez, you're responsible for security of a big company that has a bazillion of these things now. now what is that going to do to changing our model of yeah. how we think we secure? And you see it, you see it cast in different ways. You know, some people call it zero trust. Some people call it Google calls it Beyond Corp. Gartner has uh, this Carta model for it. You know, you've you've got different people that call it different things, but I think there's a lot of discussion around that kind of topic here too. Yeah, yeah. I, as I've been looking at, um, we carefully track and monitor how many attendees we have in sessions. Um, uh, and from a trend standpoint there, there are a lot of interest still in the NIST cybersecurity framework. Oh yes, Any frameworks session, were big. Frameworks, yeah, attack, uh, MITRE's attack framework, the NIST, um, both uh, the CSF as well as the NICE framework. Anywhere where yes. there's that, that a friendlier named. Yes, yes, framework. it's a nice, it's yeah. a nice, it's a nice framework. Yeah. Um, but but it's it, it, and it, that speaks to me of people come here again wanting to take away application ability, yeah. learn a uh, learned means and ways of thinking and approaching something in, in, a, in an institutionalized way, and and that's exciting again to the, the the sharing that can happen from that. The other thing which I think speaks to again the collaborative energy and spirit of our industry is the, uh, the the track that's happening today that Bruce Schneier and Ford Foundation have put yes. together in and around public interest technologists and, and exposing our industry to the opportunity that we have, the opportunity and, and dare say obligation to-, to It's a responsibility. Yes. I mean, you know, it's, if you think about information security as a profession, right, as professionals, it is our responsibility to give back to the community, and it's so needed. Yes. Right? I mean, you look at the amount of security incidents, privacy incidents that we have, and there are some institutions that may not have the budget to protect themselves, but are working in the interest of human good. Yeah. And I think, I think it's fantastic to have this kind of content. And that's content that's being captured. We have, you know, we have academic opportunities, we have government opportunities, we have MPO opportunities. And, and it's, a, it's a collection of very inspiring people, very, um, very necessary work that we can do, and, and a roadmap to get involved. So that's definitely content I would take a look at. There's been a lot of buzz around that. There's excitement. And, and you know, that opportunity to give back is positive. It's positive yes, energy, and yes. I think that's what we're benefiting from as a whole. So as a closing, Hugh, take out your crystal ball. What could make this even better next year? Our theme of better. Oh, nice, nicely worked in, how can you subtly. Better is. Better is. Better er. Better er. Better better ing. What is twenty? How how do you outdo this next year? For me, it would be flying monkeys. Got to go with the flying monkeys, a wicked theme, some green. I I love flying monkeys myself. Yes, and I you know I I, I do uh, I do enjoy a flying monkey. I will tell you though, just from a practical standpoint, that several years ago, as part of the kind of closing keynote show, we did explore could we get a live animal 
into ah. the keynote session. And, and it is incredibly I don't difficult. There were not. Uh, it is incredibly difficult to get a live animal permit mm. to come into a session like this in Moscone. Most huh. people don't know that. You probably didn't want to know that necessarily from this part, but I just want to throw that so in. I just can't... a level set, just a level set. No flying people's monkeys expectations to be Or even year. a non-flying monkey. But okay. I think that, gee, so much is going to change over the next year in this space. It does every single year. It is hard to predict what the next big thing is, but I do know there will be one. Or two, or three. Or lots, yeah. And to that end, I would encourage folks, where we become better is through you. It's through your feedback that you give us. We go through, you, know, you get surveys for individual sessions, you get survey for the conference as a whole. Many of the new things that we've implemented are truly direct results of what you've put forward to us. So please let us hear your thoughts. You know, what, what was awesome, what was not so awesome, what would you like to see, what would make it better for you? Because we really do, exist to serve this community and we want it to be an excellent experience always at RSA conference. Thank you for those who've been here in attendance. Hopefully, if you haven't been here in attendance, join us online, look at the different uh, recordings that we have, the different assets that we have. We have a whole army of folks who work very hard to make sure that you have a great experience with us across all of the platforms that we serve. Mark RSA conference 2020 on your calendar right now, but more importantly, make your hotel reservation. February 24 through 28 here in San Francisco. Yeah, book early. Thank you.